This is Arts Underground. I'm Katie Ganaway. Fantasy Playhouse Children's Theater and Academy has been entertaining audiences and giving children in Huntsville the opportunity to get their start on stage since 1961. For the first time ever, a more inclusive option is being offered by the theater for guests with special sensory needs. Here to talk with us about that today is Artistic Director Stephen Tyler Davis. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Katie. It's good to have you here. Oh, it is such a pleasure. Oh, goodness. So, first off, how did Fantasy Playhouse come to the decision to begin offering performances like this? Oh, that's a great question. We, um, you know, we always try to lead with inclusionary mission, right? It's in our core values. And we've been talking about this for a little while. Back when I did a Christmas carol for um, Fantasy back in 2020 during the shutdown, we included a sensory mapping guide for any differently abled folks that were watching A Christmas Carol, they could kind of follow along, like, up next is a loud boom, or, mm-hmm. you know, this scary ghost is only a puppet. Here's a link to how the puppet is made, kind right. of thing. So um, when I came on full time, I was excited to kind of move this program forward as like a thing that we do. Um, so we've partnered with a couple of, couple of really amazing organizations. And, and that one of them is Tourism Alabama. I was yes. going to ask about that. Uh, what's their role in this? They're providing us with these uh, these sensory bags. That, um, what's in the bags? Oh, it's so fun. Oh. Um, little, like, poppy things that you can play with your fingers. That, okay. um, there are whiteboards for um, any differently abled folks that are nonverbal that want to say too loud or bathroom or whatever <laughs> they need to do. There's a weighted blanket. Um, there's a squishy toy um, and little things in there that, you know, if you're feeling anxious in the theater when the lights get a little darker, when you see somebody on stage that you don't know, ways to access live theater and still be able to try to stay in your comfort zone uh, no matter where you're coming from. We were talking before, you told me that there are going to be sensory rooms. Um, can you talk about what's inside the sensory room and how that accommodates these people This is important because, as you know, we're working really hard to try to break ground on our new building just right over here on Holmes. It's our Spotlight on the Future campaign. Huge accessibility building. We are absolute limit on Long Avenue at our building, but we still have, there's still such a need for not only all the great things that we do, but also um, for this accessibility programming. So the sensory performances are kind of our first step um, that we'll be able to expand when we get into our new building. And when we get into the new building, everything has been, we've been super intentional with the whole design. We'll have our own theater space in there. And we'll continue, of course, with the sensory early performances. But when we're in that space, we've also added these rooms, these sensory rooms on the sides of the theater where if someone's experiencing the show and and it is too loud or it is too bright or it does get a little too scary, um, if a parent needs to, you know, take their child out of the theater for a moment, you know, to deal with a, you know, a mini meltdown, whatever patrons are are, are going through, we really want to meet them where they are. Mm -hmm. So they're going to have this room. It kind of reminds me like growing up in the church, there was like the cry room um, for the babies. But this is for, um, this is not for babies. This is for people of all walks of life that just might need to step out. So mm-hmm. we do have these rooms where we'll have these kits. Um, we'll still have a, you know, a, a big window where folks can still enjoy the performance and I, watch I it. I like that aspect of it, that they're not being completely removed from the performance. Right. Like to have, you know, time to themselves. They can still see the play. Right. We're seeing this a lot with 
workshops and things that might deal with. When I was working in academia, we would have guests come in and, and talk about things like anti-racism or, mm-hmm. or um, trauma-based practice. And sometimes people would share things within the circle that could be triggering. They might get emotional. But then they're stuck in this room, you know, right. with all of these people feeling vulnerable. And we're trying to do this work together. But sometimes you just need a minute. Like, right. I mean, come on, right? So even for my college students that were like grown adults, sometimes just kind of stepping away and having a second to yourself to compose yourself, we would have these rooms as well. And mm-hmm. fantasy is gonna be able to kind of take that idea. Now the rooms weren't my idea for the new building, but they're taking that that method and, and expanding on it. And we just want everything moving forward to be as accessible as possible. And this is just a really step, great step in that direction. Now, when I read on the website, it said that uh, some of the accommodations were like lowering the lighting a bit and making things a little less loud. Mm -hmm. Um, I also wondered what sort of training are the actors and producers sort of going through to deliver this? Well, that's part of our um, partnership with Tourism Alabama. Mm-hmm. Leslie there does this amazing touring program, dot touring program. What, that'd be great. We should put her on the road. Yeah. Give her a little tour. Yeah. No, Leslie does this great training program, mm-hmm. um, and she's coming in to help train our volunteers to give us a little insight um, on her experience with, with this. That, plus just kind of our own internal research, and then the sensory bags, this, That's these are really the, the three focus points because we want, still want to deliver the same great show, right? Yeah, um, so I'm, I'm calling it kind of like theater light, like diet right. theater, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like snap, that's what I should like snap the soda bottle. Do you and, like, Britney Spears drink. smile? Uh, <laughs> well, no, that's Pepsi, sorry. Yeah, that's right. I love Pepsi. Um, no, <laughs> we, uh, diet Pepsi. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Oh, Brittany. Oh, God bless her. Love yes. her. That's that's another interview. <laughs> Those are kind of our three main uh, points that we're that we're uh, using the the lowered lighting, the lowered sound, the tourism, Alabama training, and the sensory bags. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's going to be the same show. We're just making sure that all of our actors and producers and ushers are hyper aware that we might have a differently abled audience, mm-hmm. and there might be. Um, folks engaging with the show in a different way. So with that training, like what would a rehearsal look like for, is it, is it the kind of the same sort of rehearsal uh, process for a sensory friendly performance? It is. Okay. It is the same rehearsal process. Mm-hmm. It's just remembering that there will be a special right. show in there. All of our actors will be wearing microphones, so we'll be right, able to right. kind of adjust that in real time. If we, if the whole show feels too loud and, and the audience is reacting, we'll be able to kind of ride that in real time. But I do have to say, while we are doing this sensory-friendly work, which is amazing, this is not really our first rodeo in accessibility. Right. Last season, right. um, I don't know, did you know about this production? Um, of Alice in Wonderland that Fantasy produced, directed by no. Jacinda Swinehart. It was a full production of Alice. It was beautiful, magical, all the things you can imagine with all the mm-hmm. fabulous characters. But every character had kind of a shadow character following okay. behind them and signing the entire ASL, production. That's amazing. It was beautiful. The ASL and the language and the costumes and just like all the physical storytelling was just such a beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm 
experience, and I, I wish that I had been in Alabama to actually see it. I wasn't here yet, but um, looking at the pictures, looking at the footage, talking to Jacinda about her process and getting to work with all of those people, you know. These are the things that we want to do when we talk about accessibility is we, we don't want it to be performative, you know. We don't want to be like taking pictures and putting on social media and like, <laughs> right. look, we're serving, you know, differently abled folks. Right. We want it to be part of our embodied practice. Not a lot of it, you don't want to have a lot of show and no substance is what you're exactly, saying. Exactly, exactly. And that's really what we're striving for. Right. Um and so when we go out and we talk to sponsors and apply for grants we really want them to know that we are really trying to get down and dirty and that do the work yes it's true and and as we expand all of this amazing funding and we continue to stretch our walls as much as we can right. we just have such big dreams about what we're going to be able to do in, in in this new building with our spotlight on the future campaign. So it's just really exciting. And it's right. kind of like that nervous, like exciting energy before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's coming. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know how the new building's going to be, but you know, it's there. You know, it's going to be a magical morning. And of course, you and have like a positive outlook to start with. Totally. Because you have that experience, as you've mentioned before. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I was a fantasy kid growing up. Yes. So. I, I went to Hazel Green High School out, you know, close to the Tennessee state line. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of wonderful folks out there, but lots of agriculture, lots of farmers, right. not a lot of theater. <laughs> so right, right. middle school, high school is tough. You know, and, and, and I don't have to tell you that there's a lot of bullying that goes on, and right. especially folks that may be different mm-hmm. um, and, and don't kind of fit in the status quo of, of, of public education or private education for that matter, or just society in general. It's a hard right. world. I didn't fit in that mold at mm-hmm. all. And um, it was fantasy that kind of brought me in. Uh, I started to take classes with the academy. I was in the original acting troupe Fantasy Players. Mm-hmm. I started being in these magical productions that went on at the Von Braun Center um, that Fantasy produced with these incredible costumes. You know, this is where I really kind of found my footing as a human. Mm -hmm. Um, And it really kind of led me in the career that I that I went into, so coming back and being the artistic director at Fantasy feels like this really beautiful full circle moment. Yes. I think it's a good point because you are like a living testimony to what this program can do, or really multiple can. programs with Fantasy Playhouse can do for kids, like you said, who don't feel that they fit the mold. Totally, and for people who do fit the mold, you know, yeah, it's great for everyone. But for it's me, very, very inclusive, as you said. Absolutely, and um, you know, it really did save my life in a, in a lot of ways. I was just in the office yesterday, and I was hearing some of our wonderful education teachers talking about parents dropping their, mm-hmm. yesterday was our first day of classes at the building. It was very exciting, Aww. lots of lots of energy, yeah. lots of happiness. Yeah. And you know, having parents walk in, drop their kid off and be like, you know what, I just gotta tell you that enrolling my kid in last year's class has totally changed them. Yeah. They're more open, um, they're more verbal, they're more communicative, mm-hmm. they are, kinder family holidays are different Mm -hmm. the way they engage with each other is different the way they engage with their teachers and other classmates is all totally different we're seeing this Mm -hmm. as this beautiful pattern that's coming out of early arts education and um we want to continue to be on the forefront of that always is pretty great and and nobody makes magic like fantasy
what does it mean to you personally to offer something like that, to have that here in Huntsville um, for, you know, the young people of, of the community to be able to be included? You know, sometimes we have to take a step back and, and really try to see who's not participating that would like to be here. Right. Who are the unreached groups of people? These sensory-friendly shows are going to welcome in those groups that have met, maybe never um, experienced live theater before. And I'm not just talking about kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be able to bring uh, adult groups in. We're hoping eventually to be able to have uh, captioning for our shows, which would bring another group of folks in. We're hoping to bring senior adults in as well that you know might be living in assisted living programs. Any sort of group that may not feel like they belong in a theater with the proper theater etiquette. You know what I mean? <laughs> we want them to have a spot. We're going to make sure that we make room for them. And there's a couple of ways that people can access that. So mm-hmm. number one, you know, just like go to our website and buy a ticket. Sensory friendly performances are on sale, regular price. Mm-hmm. Bring a group, get a discount. So it's not so, an extra cost. Not an extra cost. That's great. Just a regular old thing. But... Mm-hmm. Here's where the awesome partnership comes in. Tourism Alabama has funded this special program for families. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're also partnering with Doubletree here in Huntsville. Families that qualify can apply through our website. And with proof of their disability, they fill out a quick form. A parent and a child with an access to disability can fill out this form. And then they'll get a free ticket to any show that they want. Tourism Alabama is going to pay for those two tickets. Mm -hmm. They're also going to get a free night stay at a Doubletree Hotel. So they can make a weekend of it. They can come come into Huntsville, come to this fabulous uh, Doubletree partner that's sponsoring us, Mm -hmm. uh, spend the night in a hotel, Mm -hmm. uh, get that experience, wake up the next morning, get a free complimentary breakfast at Doubletree, and then come on over to the Von Braun Center and experience Charlotte's Web or Snow in the Seven littles they're going to be able to have this whole weekend completely free yeah it's an experience and it's totally free they kind of get to be these honored guests for this for the weekend so not only are we making room for them we're able to kind of shine the spotlight on them exactly they're going to be vips they're going to be our honored guests and it's really easy all you have to do is go to our website and it's just a really kind of special program that alabama tourism alabama and doubletree is helping us to provide like i want to go right i love a hotel right that's amazing do they have a spa? I'll yeah. be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so another big announcement that Fantasy Playhouse has made is that starting in September, preschoolers will have the opportunity to take part in a new program. They're going to get to take acting classes, participate in music therapy, and a bunch more. So can you talk about the development of the class and what sort of students you have in mind to participate? Preschool! Yeah! We're so excited! <laughs> yeah, this is another program that we're like... All right, we got to get this ready for the new building. So this is our pilot program for for our arts-based new preschool at Fantasy Playhouse Children's Theater and Academy. We've just hired this fabulous teaching artist full-time. Her name is Megan McLaughlin. Mm -hmm. She's been with us for a while as kind of a part-time teaching artist. She's a music therapist, um, and she's kind of at the helm of, of, uh, this whole new preschool program rollout. It's exciting. You, I don't have to tell you what a huge need there is for quality child care in 
the whole world, yeah. but definitely in this area. Yes, yes. And we're the people to do it. We have amazing teaching artists already. We've got facilities to accommodate younger folks. We teach these kiddos on a regular basis. But and that's from 9 to 1. Uh, on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Right, we'll, right. we'll roll it out starting on September the 7th. And, yeah, it's kind of like a mother's morning out program right, that we're doing. Right. And I wanted to ask you a few things about it as well. So, first off, um, we've been talking about sensory-friendly sort of things. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about inclusive accessibility in this program? Yeah, absolutely. Well, our programming is is really specialized in that we're we're doing this the STEAM stuff. We're big on STEAM, the you know science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but we're also really focusing on theater, music, creative movement. We're doing yeah. some music therapy and some yoga. And since we are all about accessibility, we want to make sure that we get this program right. right. Um, so we're taking it really slow. We're taking a, a very limited number of students yeah. at the very beginning, ages the three through five. And we want to make sure that we're giving every student quality care and quality education. So when we do expand and we take our next step into the, our, our new yeah. building, mm-hmm. which is going to be all about accessibility, right. we, are, we are ready and prepared. And we have this really strong, rich foundation um, for this preschool program that we can open it up. Um, to anyone with accessibility needs. So like I say, we're taking it slow, uh, small steps. We right. want to do it right. But that's, um, we do have our eye on that because we're, we, we want to be able to serve that community, not just in our productions through Sensory Friendly, but we want to be able to welcome those students into our classrooms as well. Right. And another thing I saw on your website is you're trying to meet the demand for quality child care, as you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. So it is there is sort of a high price to participate in this program um, for families who are really in dire need of child care. Mm-hmm. Um, but you said we were talking before and you said there are scholarship opportunities for those families. So they're included as well. Can yeah. you talk about that? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, the price is uh, $140 a week mm-hmm. for the Monday, Wednesday, Friday, nine to one programming mm-hmm. and all of the great things that we're going to be teaching throughout it. But pretty much with all of our programming, classes, not camps, just not just the preschool mm-hmm. program. We, we have scholarship opportunities. Um, it's right there on our website. You can email our education director and we, we try to help folks with um, uh, financial assistance or, or um, any sort of help-based uh, mm-hmm. pricing that we can, whether it be free or reduced rates. Um, but we really do try to work with people. We don't want to turn anybody away Mm -hmm. um, from anything that we do because they can't afford to be there because everybody deserves the arts and all of the gifts that it brings by participating. I love that so much. (laughs) The more you know. (laughs) Shooting star. (laughs) (laughs) So I understand there are a few other programs that you may want to talk about today, Stephen. Do you want to go ahead and and mention those? Sure. Well, we're doing all this cool new stuff, but I got to say, like, just like our normal stuff is pretty cool. Yeah, of like course. Like we we've we've got a great academy with lots of really fun classes. Mm-hmm. My niece Nora just <gasps> just enrolled in her first class. Oh. She's starting on Thursday. She's doing the Little Mermaid under the sea class. She's very excited. <laughs> I realized that I'm we're about to create a monster here. <laughs> <laughs> but I am totally on board to be her stage uncle. And those classes not only just kind of meet every week and, and do skill and work on skills, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and techniques, but a lot of them uh, kind of culminate in these really fun like productions. So we're doing Annie Jr. this year. I think they're doing uh, Beauty and the Beast over at Rainbow Elementary. Mm-hmm. You know, we have our school touring shows. We have uh, fantasy in the classroom. Schools may not be able to uh, afford a full-time arts teacher, mm-hmm. so at a, at a reduced Those rate. Those are tendrils in a lot of different I things. I know. My, I love it. Okay, that's our theme for the day. Anytime <laughs> we can bring it back to Ursula. <laughs> and um, my favorite, my incredible volunteers, and, and I get to be a part of that team too. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, we get to produce this amazing season. Our um, First show coming up is Charlotte's Web. We start rehearsals tonight. Whoa. Um, Claire Christian is directing and her family, the Mitchell family, which is like super like wildly creative and talented Mm -hmm. theater folks. um, They're helping us to make that by being an actor, you know, Mm -hmm. Ethan's the puppet designing and Claire's directing and we've got this amazing cast. I can't wait to get them all in the same room tonight. All the animals are puppets, Whoa. which I love puppets. Yes, yes. And it's not like, you know, Sesame Street, like hand puppet kind of stuff. It's these <laughs> really, yeah, which yeah. I love. We yeah, love Jim. Course. Jim is great. Jim is great. Um, but they're these really cool, like stylized, almost yeah. like Julie Taymor inspired animals. So the actors who are voicing the puppets will be operating them live yeah. on stage. It's just like, oh, I'm oh. so excited that this is the first show that I get to work on here and I'm just so blown away by this team and their ideas and the cast. I'm just so ready to get started. Right. So that's our first show. Then we're doing a Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Obviously, huge tradition. Yes. Um, yes. Don't miss it. Mm-hmm. Every year. Not even during the pandemic as you mentioned before. It's true. Right? It's true. Mm-hmm. We still we still manage to, to do it. Mm-hmm. It's cool. And then in February, we're doing Snow and the Seven Littles. My adaptation. I wrote this one. Oh, okay. And I'm directing it too, so I'm, nice. I'm. It's going to be a new experience yeah, yeah, yeah. for everyone, I'm and it's so kind excited. of a contemporary twist on the classic. Okay. All three of these shows mm-hmm. are um, going to have sensory friendly shows added to the regular season, and then we also have a partnership with Botanical Gardens uh, in May. We're remounting Tinkerbell. Uh, that's awesome. So that's going to be really exciting. Are you going to have Jordan? Back to we hope so. Oh. We're t- we're hoping to get the whole gang back together. Yes. Quite frankly, we were able to get the amazing directing team, Kendra mm-hmm. Kaiser and her folks back, and then it's just such a magical show. So yeah. it was packed at the Botanical Gardens. People loved it. And tickets are already on sale now. You can buy those at the Botanical Gardens now. Mm-hmm. And um, we only have a couple of performances. So yeah, we're hoping to to bring that magic yeah. back. So that's kind of our season bonus. And then on top of that, some programs that I'm rolling out with my volunteers. We're doing a big Princess Pancakes event, which is going to be, we're starting that on September 24th. We're, mm-hmm. we're partnering with Dragon's Forge Cafe at Low Mill. So cool. Such lovely folks yes. over there. Such a cool little That's venue. It's a perfect partnership, too. Oh, oh and there's, they've just been so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been meeting with them for the past few weeks, and we're both really excited. So before mm-hmm. they open on Saturday mornings, we're going to go in there with some of our Fantasy princesses, mm-hmm. which are mostly all Disney princesses, but fantasyified because right, we like right. to make things a little special for us. <laughs> and little girls or boys get to come in and yeah. and hang out with the princesses, have a pancake breakfast, get their pictures taken. We'll have a story time. Everybody gets a tiara. It's going to be this fun little event. And like, you know, oh, my gosh, Cinderella's filling up my orange juice. <laughs> I'm so excited, you know. So we're getting that together. We've got a fabulous um, roster of really, really lovely and talented local actors that are going to help us with that. So 
so we, this new building is coming. Are you going to be sad to see it go because you have so, you have your roots there in theater? Uh, I'm so glad you asked this question because mm. I was a kiddo when we moved from uh, the old building by the public library downtown mm-hmm. over to Long Avenue. Right. So I remember that transition, mm-hmm. and I remember the blood, sweat, and tears by amazing historical volunteers that really built fantasy, honestly. Mm-hmm. Tom and Carol Morris and all of their buddies. It was like all of these duos, you know. They saved, they built this building, they paid for the land, they paid it off in a quick number of years, and they got us to where we are along. And, and so when, I remember when I was a really itty bitty kiddo going to that building and being like, oh my gosh, we've grown, we've expanded, like mm-hmm. look at all these amazing classrooms, like mm-hmm. we have a front office, we have this incredible costume vault. But I remember <laughs> walking in there as a kid, Judy McClay is sitting there like sewing costumes and like, mm-hmm. you know, sizing me, sizing me up no she was <laughs> I was you know you know taking my measurements and right. and, and sliding was doing our uh, makeup and when Oldham was doing our makeup and you know all these wonderful ladies like making all the mm-hmm. magic and their husbands were building everything and yeah. painting it and so so I got to be there for that that was cool it, that experience has never left me mm-hmm. so getting to be a part of this next big step providing that for today's kids in Huntsville and the surrounding community. I want to be that person that yeah. those kids think about. Like, yeah, it, you know, it, it was Stephen Tyler Davis, and, and it was Karen Mockins' term, and, and it was Candace Cooper, it was Joanna Broadwhite. These are the people that were really working to take us to the next level right. um, and, and make that magic. Because when we, when we get in this new building, it's going to be unstoppable. I mean, classrooms. We're going to be cranking out shows all the time. It'll be a rental venue. It will we'll have full administrative offices, a technical theater lab where students can come in and learn how to do this stuff right now right. and have a recording studio and self-tape studio, learn projections, learn lighting, learn sound. It all goes back to being a fantasy kid, yeah. running through those hallways and getting to you know experience the magic because nobody makes magic like fantasy. <laughs> and it keeps saying ding. <laughs> Star. The more you know. We're just going to make it a thing. Yes. Is there anything else that you'd like to add before we go, Steven Tyler? I've been talking a lot about our amazing volunteers, mm-hmm. and um, it really is special to be a part of the Fantasy Family, and, and mm-hmm. we want to welcome everyone. So I am throwing a, a volunteer fair on oh, uh, nice. the 11th of September. It's at the Fantasy Building on Long Avenue. Mm-hmm. People can go to our Facebook page and register. Come one, come all, old volunteers, new volunteers. Maybe you want to you know, help us build sets. Maybe you want to paint something. Maybe you want to sew buttons on costumes. Maybe you want to help with makeup or hair. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you want to audition for one of our shows and you've never really gotten up the courage. People can come on um, that Sunday afternoon, the 11th of September, 2 o'clock. Meet with us. We're going to tell you a little bit about who we are. We're going to welcome you um there will be like hugs and fist bumps or like however you like to engage and then like a little volunteer scavenger hunt yes yes whatever you want (laughs) um and we want to get people signed up for our whole um season because we got lots of spaces to fill we got lots of mouths to feed we've got Mm -hmm. lots of people to shine the spotlight on and costumes to build Mm -hmm. we need all hands on deck really uh and we really want to connect with folks and build these relationships Mm -hmm. um so we can grow our uh, amazing volunteer base. So 
if somebody's out there listening and maybe they have volunteered with fantasy in the past, you've lost touch with us, please take this as a warm welcome to come. It's a homecoming. They don't hate you. Please. No, they don't. No. We just got busy. The pandemic right. changed everyone. Yes. So come on back. We would love to engage with you any way that you feel comfortable. And, um, and if you're brand new, come on back too, and uh, we'll, we'll welcome you into the fantasy family as well. And we're just really excited about that. We love our volunteers. Yes, yes. Well, I think that's a wonderful community effort that everyone can get behind just personally. But Thanks. I yeah, hope so. We're, we're going to try to build something really big, bigger. We're already pretty mm-hmm. special, I think. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for talking with me today, Stephen Tyler Davis. Thanks, Katie. It was such a pleasure. Yay.